Well, there's always a lot of questions going on with what's happening around us, and I've been trying to, you know, not go down the conspiracy trail too much and keep it, you know, because I do think also that this virus is there to serve a purpose. But I try to look at it as many different angles, not just me, but maybe bring in some people that have some gifts and some abilities to see certain things that I can't. And so I know someone who's very gifted in many different ways. His name is Reverend Dr. Phil DeLong, and he is out of Florida. Of course, a lot of times he's on with Frank Machino, but Frank's not with us today. Dr. Phil, how are you doing? I'm doing great, TJ, and thank you for having me on your show. Well, thank you for joining me. How are you surviving the virus? Did you get the virus yet? No, I did not, and I probably never will. You don't think you're going to? No. I mean, Are you to j- me, everybody is exposed in one way, form or the other. Oh. Are you... Go ahead. It's either we have our natural immunity against it, or, you know, if we do, it'll be... A typical flu-type symptom. And part of it, too, is convincing ourselves that it's going to be, you know, as big a deal as it is. Would that be part of it, too? I mean, how you view it? That That is correct. And I believe some of the statistics or the hype about it have been overblown. Interesting that you feel that way. And so you don't really worry about it too much. Of course, your state is is pretty open down there, isn't it? Yes. uh, We're in part two of phase one. And so when this first came out, this virus, are you like me? Were you thinking, wait a second, something's not right here? I mean, is that kind of how you think about things, Phil? That is correct. The reaction to the cause was something we've never seen before. And it's almost like we're following blindly a false light, if you would put it that Mm. way. I did a show with Rosalind McGrath, who's a really good channeler, uh, and we channeled COVID-19, believe it or not, we channeled a virus. And COVID said that it it was a natural virus and that it... um, it came here to wake us up. And I believe diseases have probably, there's energy in all things, right, Phil? That is correct. And so it comes from some kind of consciousness. And so at the time when I did that, it was very uplifting to know in a way that this was really meant to wake us up. But I kind of had another theory since then that maybe there are a couple of viruses. There might be one that was created in nature, and then there might be one that was created in a laboratory. And one of them might be a little more or this one that was created in nature somehow was used to the advantage of certain people. What is your take on that? What do you honestly feel? Where did this come from? I believe everything is organic in nature. So, yes, it came out of uh, nature. However, I believe some of the laboratory um, tests or or the virus actually um, setting it in the lab plates and everything have, what is the word that you would put, um, have mutated it in somehow. 
So in some regards, the COVID-19 has been patented way back in 2014. Mm. So when we look at that information, then, yeah, it came out of nature, but there is some type of negative energy behind it that people want to deal with it or use it to control. And when you say people, are we talking about, uh, you know, the typical round of suspects called the Illuminati, global elite, kind of that direction? That is correct. Um, The Illuminati and and beyond. Okay. And this is just stuff that you naturally feel, or did you channel any of this? How do you come to this conclusion? It's... When you go into meditation, then you more or less feel the truth. And when you meditate on it, then that's when the channeling comes through. And it has to do with trust and control and what that truth is. Now, there's only one real truth, the universal truth um, that exists. And everything else plays out from it in a negative side. So when you, um, I forget what the term is, but if it looks like a pig, it acts like a pig, (laughs) (laughs) or whatever the term is. Is that what that is? I thought the term oh, was. Oh. I thought the term was you can't put lipstick on a pig. That's a different term, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, and pigs don't fly either. Right. So, so uh, what you're saying? I guess it's, if it smells like a rat, it is a rat. So. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, there's another one, right? Yeah, that is correct. So it's interesting that you feel the same way because I've been feeling this, and I don't know how many other people have been feeling this, but. You know, I, I felt in the in the initial stages that it really was a good opportunity for us. But now I'm more in alignment with there's a bigger plan underway. And it's not necessarily a good plan for us if it comes forward. And I guess good and bad, you know, they're really relative terms. There's no such thing as those things, I guess. But is it for our highest value? Well, maybe it is because it's going to snap us out of the slumber um, how do you see this playing out, Phil? What I feel it is is a good spiritual awakening for people, and they've been more or less on the lockdown, so they've been able to go within a lot, and they can see what the truths are and what the falsehoods are. It They have to awaken so they're they're not a product of the negativity and the fear. They have to look at the positive things that that are going to come about it. Okay. Well, that's what that's what I'm hoping for. I really believe that we are coming. We've been talking about this for a while, really since 2012. That we're coming into a time maybe of more awareness or more truth. Do you think more of that's going to come out from this? It, it is. Um, we have to look at, you, you know, some of the negative parts with the Illuminati and those people behind this is then why in the last 
you know, year or so as 1,500 CEOs, you know, resigned and taken their pay out. And some of it I've heard is some of these people are going underground. Hmm. Okay? And, you know, I'm not, what what I'm also hearing is Cheyenne Mountain has been activated, and this came from two sources. What is Cheyenne? What do you mean activated? That's where they're hiding. They're hiding out. Well, I, I think that's you know where the North North America or NORAD exists. So that's you know our our main defense, whether you call it for enemies on Earth and enemies away from Earth. Hmm. So, you know, and we have to look at this. It's If people go onto YouTube at 3 a.m. in the morning, you're going to find a lot of stuff that disappears by 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do eliminate a lot of things. Because it's censoring, and that's kind of what I don't like as well with our government or the forces behind um the Illuminati, who, who are controlling everything. Um, but uh, I've talked to a person in Hot Springs and in Cave City, Kentucky, and this is a distraction in some case. And what's really been happening is there's either an asteroid or a meteorite that is coming close to Mother Earth, and it has already impacted Mother Earth. Alabama, Mississippi, and Africa have had chunks of this come down, and they have left house-sized holes in Mother Earth. But you don't see this reported. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that. So you're saying an asteroid's going to wipe out all life and I need to start digging a hole somewhere? <laughs> well, for, accordingly, you know, that's why these people are going underground. Mm. However, you have, you, you know, faith in, in God and faith that, you, you know, is an energy that can thwart all negativity and all fear. Yeah, I do have that. And furthermore, if it happens, it'll probably happen so quickly, I wouldn't even know. You know, next thing I'll do, I'll wake up outside of my body going, huh, look at me. There I am down on Earth. <laughs> Boy, I look pretty small down there. You know, boy, I feel good. There's nothing but pure joy here. Woo. So, wow, that's interesting. I haven't heard anything like that, that something is coming forward that could potentially hit us. Um, and maybe parts of it have broken off. You know, I don't spend too much time like I used to looking at a lot of that stuff but I also still try to keep an open mind to see what's what's going on and you just kind of feel things and after a while after looking at it for years you kind of you kind of know how the game is played you know I've been studying this for many years and you kind of see okay this is what they're trying to do let's see if the public goes along with it so now they're pushing for we may not be able to get back to normal until we have a vaccine. How do you, how do you feel about that? Are you still there? Uh, yeah, I'm there. It, it's, it, it's a lot of fear-based 
things. And COVID-19 is nothing more than the flu. And why we would want to get a vaccine for a virus is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you, those that doesn't exist. You know, a virus is a virus. A flu is a flu. And so we're going, you know, in, into some, I guess, biology that, you know, I'm not a biology or, or anything, but you can't have a vaccine for a virus. Hmm. So what's the whole thing, you know? And if we get a vaccine, are they going to chip us and everything? Yeah, that's what they're talking about, that that could happen. Well, but in that case, it doesn't matter anyway, because believe me, NSA has, you know, their finger on all of us already, whether it be through our cell phones or whatever. So I, I don't really think the chip's a big deal. Right, and I think also, I don't know how you feel about this, but I've been following reports about how the galactics have really been interacting with us and basically saving, and maybe multidimensional beings too, have been saving the world from being destroyed by nuclear war, have been saving us from these viruses that they release every year. They release a new one, and they're supposed to knock off the population, and supposedly the galactics or somebody... You know how they always say, oh, this is going to be it. This could be horrible. And then it's like, oh, well, it's really not that bad. And so they've been kind of watering down. Have you heard anything like that? Um, yes, I have. And, you know, that that's from the galactic beings. It goes back to Nesera or Gesera again. Well, the Nesera and Jesera. Yeah. Nesera, however you pronounce it, but. You know, and that this could be the stage for setting that up as well. Um, when people are awakened, then it's we all have the energy within us, and a collective consciousness consciousness is more powerful than the one percent mm. or less. So you've heard. So, of, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you've heard of the Nessera and Jessera. Do you think that's something that could come forward? You know, it it could. You know, I I have my qualms about it being, you know, are the Ascended Masters or Galactic Beings, do they really worry about, (laughs) you know, monetary funding, or or is, is it something spiritual? But I always say that, if you're a spiritual, if you do spiritual work, then they are going to provide for what you need. Now, if they look at humanity at a, as a whole, that may occur. Hmm. There's an energy behind it. Well, I believe we're meant. Go ahead. I was going to just say well, I believe we're meant to live in abundance, and and we've been living with lack for thousands and thousands of years because that's what we've been conditioned to believe. So abundance can mean many different things, not just monetary wealth. But I think there's, there's maybe going to come a day, and maybe this is, this is where I get confused because they, we, they say we're going to jump to the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension, we won't have any worries about anything. Well, then why do we need the Jessera or the Nessera? I mean, if we're moving that direction, doesn't that seem kind of not necessary if that's where we're going to wind up anyway? 
Yeah, that that is correct. And in some regards, we have, some people have ascended to that fifth dimension. I mean, we're at a point of awakening that we've skipped the fourth dimension. Uh, Do you know anybody personally that's ascended that just, boom, hey, they're not here anymore? Uh, yeah, I do, um, and you know these kind of people—they really need to be grounded <laughs> because you know it, it, it's what they see is a, a different dimension. So they can see the matrix, if you want to put it that way. And for example, I got you know a text last night. <laughs> about some person who had this cubes, um, cube-shaped spaceship sitting over her, like, um, house, and she wanted to know what it was. So, And what did you and, think? Well, you have to look at sacred geometry and what that... Um, more or less represent so the cube is represents the element earth so then when you're looking at if you have a cube state you know shape ufo or spaceship then that that's going to be good for humanity mm. and, and want to actually help us and actually the people in there that that i saw were like archangel metatron Hmm. who is um, benevolent to Mother Earth, and it's one of these people who would guide you towards the ascension. And it's But everybody has their own light. And when he guides his flock, it's not like they're sheeple. They're right. actually awakened. Right, and it's always so, our choice. It's not like, you know... We have the choice to go there or not, is what I, the way I understand it, like anything. Yeah, that is correct. So when actually, when I see Metatron there, and that's what I actually imagined over her house, or astral projecting, if you want to put it that way, it, it's there's an energy, there's a download. It's like it's urgent for you to do something. You know, I was going to, before we get... St. Germain on the phone. Of course, I'm sure he's everywhere, but, you know, I'm just pretending that he's on the phone. But um, a friend of mine saw a UFO three nights out of four, and it was a bell-shaped UFO, and then there was another one disc-shaped, disc and he said he flashed a light at it, and it flashed back at him, and that's not far from here. So I started looking up in the sky, but I only do it when I'm laying in bed, and I only got the one little window I look out. And the other night, I swear, I'm laying there, and I look out, and I'm seeing the stars next to this one big tree, and my head is kind of looking, you know, towards the top of the tree facing north, and I saw this flash of light that was big. It was a big flash of light, and it was only for like a split second, and then it disappeared. And I just wondered if they're, if they're more active, if they're connecting with us now because of what's going on. Have you heard anything about that, Phil? Yeah, I have, and I guess you saw one of them tings. One of the one? Going to one of them tings. Tings? You know, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you have to watch the movie, Escanaba. Oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah, well, you're bringing that up again. So, 
So, okay, yes, they're, they're more active. Um, if you look in Florida and you look at Pensacola Beach in that area there, there are, it's a light show. And, are, uh, um, and do you feel this is connected to what's going on with the virus or do you feel it's connected to our ascension or what do you think's going on? It's connected to the awakening, Okay, because you have to realize that everybody is awakening. It, it, they've had time to do their meditation and go with them during the shutdown. So they're here to assist us, I would guess, then. Yes. That's what I was thinking. I was just thinking, I should be a psychic. You know, I'm picking up on these things, Phil. <laughs> well, everybody is a psychic in, in my uh, book. So it's just. But not everybody's, know, not everybody's as awake as as or has their third eye is open. Uh, Reverend Doctor Phil, uh, we've told this story before, that you had an accident that nearly claimed your life. How old were you? Twelve years old. So. And after you came back from that, is when you realized because you didn't realize these abilities before them, right? I did realize them. Oh, okay. So you were born into more awareness than the typical person. And is that by choice then, you think? It is what I would call a gift of spirit. So we all have these gifts of spirit. Um, So if you awaken, then they're available to you. And so after this accident, you said you already had it, but did it amplify it after that then? Uh, yes, it did. So, it, it, dimensionally, it amplified it. So, in other words, from seeing things, um, auras, and people uh, around people, or, or spirit around people, then that accident took it interdimensionally. Now, you also had some training with your with different groups. What is some of the training that you had? I know you said you had like shamanic training. Uh, yes, I, I had a Native American um, teacher who taught me that. I had another teacher who taught me a lot of metaphysical training. So, and that basically is the study of life, but more or less it's energy work. Hmm. So you have to look at everything is in an energy. Um, state, uh, and I had some training in sacred geometry and spiritual development and healing. That so. too. He's quite the healer from what I hear. And you're still doing that. You have you see people on a regular basis? Uh, yes, I do. And I actually have a group healing that I do once a week in Casadega. Don't you think that this is eventually going to replace what we think is modern medicine? That eventually we won't need all these drugs and pills and surgeries, even surgeries. Don't you feel that eventually we'll just heal? I do believe that, you know, that energy work is probably what we can do already. Mm. It just has to be accepted. Right, and on a mainstream level, because there's too much money 
uh, to be made the other way, and it's like it's buried away. We buried away the ancient teachings that, that we all knew at one time on how to heal each other or heal ourselves. And I've talked to other people about this, Phil, and I'm sure I've asked you this, and then we'll finally move on to uh, some other things. But healing really is an inside job. If you call yourself a healer, you really kind of have to get permission or agreement, would you say, with the other person you're trying to heal? Yes, but, you know, I just had a talk on this Sunday at Casadega's Lyceum, and it's the the person who usually comes to you, you know, and asks for a healing, then, yeah, they, you have their permission from it. Hmm. When we do absent healing, okay, th this is when we, or distant healing, when we send the healing energy remotely, some people, you know, that's up in the air whether you need permission or not. Hmm. You know, I think it'll work a lot better with the permission, but... Typically, I do not think you need the permission. Really? Interesting. I guess I was always under the assumption that it's really our choice, right, if we want to live or die or want to be healed or not healed. And so that has to be respected at all times um, if we want to uh, make that choice. So. Yeah, but you have to understand that in some cases... The healing is physical, but we also have to look at the emotional and the mental states as well. Mm. And in that case, that's where maybe you don't need the permission. Okay. If you're going to um, a Christian scientist who doesn't believe in modern medicine, and, and you know, and this is a case that I know about and been involved in, but then, you know, is, is it fair for the grandfather to say, I have a heart condition and I don't believe in modern medicine, so I'm not going to get my triple bypass, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're, the healer then is going to have to work on the mental state and the emotional state to actually affect the healing that will take place. You know, because spiritual healing is one thing, but with modern medicine, we still need it. In summary. Yes. But miracles take place every day, and I've seen it. Right. But I, is there going to come a day, well, when we fully remember who we are, that we could heal ourselves in an instant, and we won't need any of these other things? Yep, just one. It's going to be almost like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek. <laughs> and instead of giving you this little shot in the arm, it's just going to be energy. Yeah, a little hypo energy. <laughs> the tricorder <laughs> reading. <laughs> so, would you like to channel, unless you have something else you want to add, would you like to channel um, St. Germain? It's been a while since I've talked to him. And I would like to, I'm glad that you want to bring him in. So okay. let me know when you're ready. Okay. 
Greetings, my blessed ones. And greetings. We are all. Sorry. Oh, no problem, TJ. So we are all connected to one another. We are all part of the oneness. Some refer to this as bliss consciousness. We, the Ascended Masters, are here to help and assist mankind. So are you. Being part of the oneness that I am that I am, being part of the bliss consciousness, the Christ consciousness, you are the creator, the attainment of Godhood. It is unexplainably and explicitly the I am presence. You can feel that it is the soul it is the mind that is key. So, first of all, there are, go ahead. Okay. There are unresolved energies from Atlantis which are waiting to be transformed and completed. As fear and negativity arise, so they continue to be and create original intention. Some people on the earth are using the energy to create control and further experiences of fear to try to suppress the spiritual awakening process taking place for all. COVID-19 is a product of the negative and fearful energies arising to be released and transformed. The virus and the impact upon the world is allowing humanity to recognize the presence of fear and negativity within their being, to recognize suffering and to begin to create positive shifts within their beings to create something beyond fear and negativity, something that will empower all. Remember that the greatest vibration is love. Your higher self is an aspect of the I am presence within and without. You must take spiritual sovereignty. Spiritual sovereignty is a clear statement of boundaries with the confidence that you are backed up by universal law and the ascended masters. This is a state of being where you lay claim to your own space, your own physical body, your mind and heart as your own. You accept ownership of yourself fully with the understanding that you are the oneness. Oftentimes, a consciousness expansion comes with a potential for new fears. Fear is the opposite of love. Many of your fears are often buried in the subconscious and give rise to unexplained anxiety. There is a buried guilt over awakening 
because at a soul level, you have made agreements to stay asleep. Use the violet flame to obtain harmony over conflict. You are awakened. Share your love. Share your wisdom. And I invite you to take time to contemplate whether your being, body, emotions, or mind are feeling shocked or overwhelmed by the current situation unfolding on the earth. Allow yourself to feel into or bring your attention to anything that may resemble that shock. As you connect with that energy, let it fill your entire building, being, so you can recognize and acknowledge its presence fully. Through your acknowledgement of the shock and distress will begin to disperse and dissolve, transmuted by the violent flame. You may wish to inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth to encourage a release of the shock. Do not be afraid to experience the shock and upset. In doing so, you will set yourself free, being able to act and react with greater clarity. You will be achieving this for the earth and her humanity as well. The shock of separation with the Creator in the current situation on Earth is causing many to feel off-balance, distracted, and uncentered. With the healing of shock, so clarity and compassion will be magnified as well as the light of the Creator. Each person will be able to connect on a deeper level with the love available to them thus nurturing and nourishing their being. Many are unaware of the shock they are experiencing and which is influencing their way of life currently. It is time to bring healing to yourself and all. Remember, the vibration of love. That is where you are at, the love of humanity, the love of the Christ consciousness. At this particular time and space, we are at a cro crossroads. We need that harmony through conflict. It is for the good of humanity, the good will that radiates from the I am presence within and without. Blessings, my awakened ones. You are love. You are love. Do you have questions, TJ? Yes, I do. 
Funny you ask. <laughs> um, so this COVID-19, we were talking about, Phil and I were talking about that this was, is this a natural virus that came out or is this something that was created in a laboratory? Or was it natural first and then created? The virus you are experiencing was created in the lab. It wow. did exist beforehand as a natural element. Hmm. And was this created, as Phil and I were speculated, for darker purposes? It was created for negativity and fear and for control of the masses. It is this, they are trying to control your spiritual awakening. And are they going to succeed with this or, or where are we at on this? Because I see a lot of people defying this. There is an energy of the Christ consciousness that will prevent this from succeeding. It is when you, a mass amount of people have the spiritual awakening, they with that mass consciousness or that Christ consciousness will overcome all odds that are set before them. This may come as a revolution, but it will come for the good. It is, as I said, conflict over harmony. We kind of need this to move forward, so in a way it's serving a purpose then. That is correct. And what we are looking at is the fourth ray, which is the green ray, ray the one of love, the one of healing. And as we are in the nearing the sign of Gemini, then when we look at the full moon energies, when they come into being, then that fourth ray energy will be that harmony over conflict. How long is this going to play out? Would you, I mean, can you give us an answer? How long is this going to play out like this? It's going to play out for a little bit more. And I would say through June, but you're going to see changes in July. And when you say changes, what do you mean by changes? The sheep will be awakened. They will see through the trust and control. Mm. So, interesting. Are we entering a t time when, you know, Phil and I were talking about this thing called the Nessera or the Jessera. Is that something that's going to come forward out of all this? 
It is coming forward. Don't look at it to come until next year. Um, and when we look at it is not what you think is the new world order. It will be a new times, but not in the context that has been reported. Well, I guess I looked at it more as a redistribution of wealth from those that, that basically took it from the rest of us. And it was to balance things out and give people more abundance in their life so that they could focus on, not have to focus on worrying about having a job, making a living, but they can focus on maybe ascending, which I'm sure some will and some won't. But that's kind of the way I saw it. Is that kind of where we're going with this? Everything is energy. So when you look at things on an energy level, then certain things will be exchanged. So currently you have a monetary form. And in that respect, that may still exist, but everything is at a level playing field to begin with. And energy will be exchanged according to the needs of people. But yes, you can may say that is a distribution of wealth to get to the playing field. So how close are we to ascension? You are close to the company of heaven as it is at this point now. Um, this month at the full moon, we had a WESAC festival, which is the more or less spiritual new year for humanity. And this is where we are closest to the company of heaven. This is where we get all our intuition, our co-creativeness, and our ideas. So with the COVID-19, then people have had a lot of time to meditate, to think, to awaken, and to ascend. So the time is on us now. Is there anything else that you would like to leave with us um, as we continue to go through this? Is there any message you'd like to leave with us? As I said before, we all have to claim our spiritual sovereignty. We are dependent upon ourselves with that connection to the oneness. And with that Christ consciousness permeating everywhere, then we can make changes for the better, for the highest good of planet Earth. But we have to transmute all negativity and fear to do so. Work on releasing the fear. Then you can bring love in. Thank you very much, Saint Germain. It's good to hear from you again. And, uh, and I don't. I'm not afraid. Uh, I feel like this is. It's all meant to happen. So. I just appreciate hearing hearing that. Blessings be with you. Thank you. 
once Phil's been beamed back down by Scotty, we will uh, talk to him once he, uh, I don't know if he really steps aside or where he's at when this happens, when he does these kind of things. Well. Okay, I'm here. So where I'm at is actually the fifth dimension. When you were doing that, you're saying you were in the fifth? Yep, that is correct. Wow. And so what do you see when you're when you say you're in the fifth? It Well, you, you see all the rays of the universe coming in and you can see that green ray coming down to mother earth. It, it's almost like um the northern lights or the aurora borealis on steroids. <laughs> now, do you remember anything when, when you're doing this? Not particularly. Okay. So you're kind of like step aside and you allow something to work through you, St. Germain to work through you. Now, have you always been connected to St. Germain? I have. Um, he's one of the ascended masters now. I am president of International Association of Metaphysics and the original founder, St. Germain, came to and gave him the information to found or find to, to organize that uh, corporation. Interesting. So you channel him quite a bit, I bet, or he's around you quite a bit, I'm guessing. Yes, he is. Yeah, I feel a connection to him too. I like this. They talk that we have these different. Each of us has a different ascended master that's kind of assigned to us, or we as we are assigned to them. How I look at it is, our higher self is an aspect of everything. So you know, we're an aspect of Creator. We're an aspect of all our masters, teachers, guides. So it could and be so. everything. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. And Saint Germain, what what do we know about him? He lived supposedly. He lived more than a hundred years. He lived quite a long time, didn't he? Yes. Um, in that life stream, as we know, Saint Germain. Um, he was called the Wonder Man of Europe. And he was maybe around for 200 years, but people would see him um, come and go. Um, he was part of the aristocracy. He was um, in the court of King Louis the Fourteenth and Marie Antoinette, or was it the 16th? Yeah, I don't recall. I'd have to look that up. But again. whatever. But he was there, and, and then he told them to leave. Only <laughs> they left a day short, you know. Oh. You know, when we're caught at the Austrian border, I believe. But anyway, but he went to the United States, and he was one of the principals who founded the United States and worked with the Continental Congress and formed our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. 
Interesting. Hmm. And there, there are actually articles about, but nobody knew his name. They just said the strange person ah. was here in energy. That's interesting. So, you know, I saw something on the History Channel where they mentioned some guy stood up and spoke, and nobody knew who he was. And he said something that motivated everybody, and that would be Saint Germain. They even re- yeah. did it. They even did a story on that in the History Channel, which is rare because they don't usually let all that stuff out. But um, well, it's really nice to talk to you, uh, Phil. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Because I know I have another appointment <laughs> coming up here pretty soon. But um, I found it fascinating to talk about this. It certainly is kind of what I've been thinking all along. Uh, feeling all along that this is where we're going, and St. Germain kind of confirmed that. He even talked about the Nesra and Jesra and said that that could be coming our way um, by next year. And uh, he said it's not what people think. It's not Illuminati-based, and I never thought it was that. I thought it was more based on that there's there's going to be a redistribution redist- of, of wealth. If I'm to believe the people at the Golden Age of Gaia, they believe that there's... Um, there's a group of beings that are working to bring this forward, and maybe even some military people are behind the, the scenes to to free the planet, to flee the planet so that we can return to being all being sovereign, sovereign people, sovereign nations. So that's kind of where I come with that. That's what I've heard over and over from those people. I don't know if I believe it 100%, and they do all kinds of channelings on these different websites, and they keep reinforcing, oh, yes, this is what's coming, and you'd think, well, I don't know if they're just dragging you along, you know? Yeah, well, it's coming, uh, and I believe it. So, so we The can only thing I want, go ahead. want to add is um, from one of my people, say that a, a good protection prayer during this time is Psalm 91. Okay, Psalm 91. And do you know what yeah. it says offhand? Do you want me to read it to you? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. He who dwells in the protection of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from vain gossip. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor for the conspiracy that spreads in the darkness, nor the pestilence that wastes at noonday. Thousands will fall by your side and ten thousands by your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. For thou, O Lord, art my trust, thou have established, set thy habitation in the highest. There shall no evil befall, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, 
lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the viper and adder. You shall trample underfoot the lion and the great serpent. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And that is Psalm 91. Amen, brother. Amen. Okay. So I really appreciate you talking to me, Phil. Um, if people want to find out more about what you do, you have a website that people can go to, correct? That is correct. It is www.revdrphil.com. Otherwise, I think you can go to, which channel is it? Oprah's channel? Yeah, look for Dr. Phil on Oprah. <laughs> That's the other Dr. Phil. Okay, I do have a couch in my office. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take care of yourself, Phil, and we'll be in touch, and I hope we can do something soon again down the road. This was very informative, and it's always a pleasure talking to you. Such a gentle, pleasant soul. Thank you so much, Phil. Thank you, TJ. Always a pleasure to be on your show.